The following track contains a detailed discussion of episode one of HBO's The Last of Us television series, as well as broad references to the original video game developed by Naughty Dog. We recommend that you finish the episode in its entirety before listening to this. Otherwise, please beware there will be spoilers. Thank you and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a SDGC After Hours is is what we're going to call this, I guess. Uh, it's been a while. We've been uh, just focused on continuing our legacy of Square Enix content creation, but we're, we're taking a break from that um, to drop a little surprise for you, and that's going to be uh, some coverage of The Last of Us, uh, the new HBO television series. Uh, we haven't covered TV or movies in years, I think, literally, so... Uh, given the overlap with the games industry here being an adaptation of a very uh, somewhat popular game. Um, it uh, seemed like a good opportunity. So I'm Jeff. I'm joined by uh, Justin and John, who I'm sure most of you both know. And we've got a very special guest and good friend Dio on the show as well. Hi. Hey. One of uh, our one of our extremely talented uh, su- our Super Deluxe Games cast community moderators in Discord. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. <laughs> The Discord. Uh, we won't call. It, we don't like to use the word police. We'll just call them the the, dis- yeah. the Discord uh, shepherd, if you this will. This isn't. This isn't. This is an ACAB zone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, no Fedger here. Um, so yeah, I mean, so I, obviously we've all seen the first episode um, of HBO's The Last of Us, and I think uh, just to kick things off, uh, I'll go last. But I, I just wanted to get everyone's general impressions of the show. Um, I don't know, Justin, maybe you want to kick us off. Uh, we'll just go, you know, a few minutes each, just quickly, like what we thought of it overall. Justin, what were your impressions so far? Yeah, I, I was, I was really, really into it. Um, I really, um, enjoyed it. I feel like, you know, the vibe was exactly where it needed to be. A casting was spot on. Um, they did a really good job adapting and knowing where to nip and tuck, (laughs) uh certain things but it just flowed really well i thought i thought it just they managed to do a good job of making like you know it's still being foreboding and having weight even though like i'm somebody that is extremely familiar with the story of the first game i played it 10 times at this point um and i just played it a few months ago even with the the remake uh for part one so um i i was kind of worried that like you know, even if the show was going to be good, it was just kind of feel like a, it was going to just feel like a retread of a story I already knew, but it was still, it was still really fun to watch. Uh, and I, I think they so far have hit all the right beats. How about you, Deal? Uh, I'd echo the same sentiments uh, Justin had, and uh, I would say that, um, like, even if the the series was like, the same as the game, basically a, a cutscene compilation. It would it would have still been like a, a fruitful effort, I guess. And but I ended up really liking what they changed in the in the story, like the because the different medium, the changes they had to do. I mm-hmm. uh, after discussing with a couple of, of friends and other jazz. I really like the the things they have made. I'm, I'm fascinated by them, really. 
And uh, I mean, this is going to be a, a boring section, I guess. Spoiler: We all liked it. Um, but John, uh, I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing you loved it as well. I actually hated it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> all right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, no, I I greatly enjoyed it. Now, granted, this is only episode one of how many mm-hmm. episodes is the first season? Do we know? Nine. Nine, Nine yeah. episodes. Okay. Um, granted. This is only episode one of a nine-episode season, but so far, I think tonally, everything is where I was hoping it would be. Um, I I like uh, all of the casting choices. Uh, I think they all, um, I think they all uh, nailed their characters, and I feel like they nailed the the vibe and the the tone of the game um, to the point where you know, like I was. Now I will say this. Some of the script, like a lot of the script, was lifted directly from the game to the point where mm-hmm. I was, I was repeating lines yeah. before they said them in the show. Um, but uh, which it, not a ding against it, but you know, I, I, yeah, it's it, not like the game. The game had bad dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but but I but I was surprised at just how much they cribbed from mm-hmm. the actual script uh, of of the game. Um, but I mean, but again, like that's not a ding against it. Just something funny that I picked up on. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those shots, some of those shots were taken direct, like the the shot at the end with you know the, the you know the two buildings leaning against each other. Yeah, the, the, the last shot was yeah. just ripped straight straight from the from game. The game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we'll. Get, I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll break this all down. But I I I really really loved it. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I I really liked it too. I I might be. I'm not a dissenter. I, I might not be like quite as high on it as everyone else. And I still loved it. Like it's still like an, an eight or nine out of 10 for me. Um, you know, there's a, a, a few things that I just, um, you know, I don't know, like th- that were just off of it. So I thought the like, wow, way to bring the party down, Jeff, way to bring the vibe. Down. <laughs> no, no, th- it was like, you know, like 90% of it. Was, and it, like, even the parts that I thought were like, off, they were still good. There was just a few things that I thought were like a little bit weird. And we'll get into that stuff. I think when, when we talk about it later, um like i thought uh the opening was just like the exposition dump was i like the idea of it but like something about the delivery of it was just like even my wife was like beside me and she was like just kind of like they they spent like five minutes talking about like viral i i felt like they could have like got to the point a little bit quicker and um and maybe it's because it was big head from silicon valley but i just like (laughs) I, I get that he was playing a goofy character in the in the in the interview as well. It's just like tonally, I felt like it was like that little bit was like really uh, different from the the rest of the ga- the um the episode. But that's just like one example. Yeah, I thought the the like intro, like the beginning of the pandemic and like the end of the world as we know it kind of thing was fucking phenomenal. Just like absolutely the way they slowly hmm. build that up um, yeah. into like the big time jump and stuff like that was was uh really well done um just i would say almost like flawless and then uh the rest of the episode was good yeah there was a a few things here and there which we'll get into that i and some of it just might be like a weird translation thing and and maybe just some personal preference but uh it's hard to imagine like a better adaptation uh at least for the first episode like there's so many ways it could have gone wrong in different directions and i think everything that's important is there um, and it, it stands up like both as like a, a game adaptation and just as like a TV show on its own. You could easily go in and watch this with no exposure to it um, and still enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I, I think also this first episode just really puts into perspective how lucky we are that like HBO C- TV series <laughs> is the format that they're taking for adapting this story. Because, I mean, that first episode is an hour and a half yeah. by itself. Um, and it only covered, you know, the first couple hours. Well, and like, uh, that, that, that's not so like, 
like if they were doing a yeah. movie, you know, well, it would have to have so much condensed down. And um, let's be and fair, also, like, like, or sorry, yeah. Finn, you go ahead and finish, Justin. Well, and also just like you know, tonally with mm-hmm. you know the language and violence and stuff too, mm-hmm. like you know. HBO will allow things that other networks. Yeah, a C- you know, CW adaptation would, would be a, a little different, but <laughs> Joel uh, would be Joel would be thirty years old, um, and uh, and and uh, ta- and uh, he would be in a love triangle with Tess and Marlene. The uh, the radio in, in Joel's apartment would have been playing Imagine Dragons. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I, I think like let's be fair, it's uh, first episodes pilots for any show, whether they're an adaptation or not, have a lot of fucking heavy lifting to do. Hmm. You've got to establish the characters, establish the world. And there's a reason, like, even entire first seasons sometimes are pretty rough because uh, most shows take the time to find footing. And obviously this doesn't, You, I mean, you can't spend, like, the show is basically one season of the game. You can't afford that. But uh, I, I wouldn't have criticized it if the, the first episode was a little slow to get going and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think there, there was hardly a, a misbeat there. Well, I think they did a really good job of balancing that because, like, the whole extended outbreak sequence at the beginning, I think really just set it off mm-hmm. running from the start. And then, you know, the second half was a little slower because it's, yeah. you know, a lot of the setup and stuff, but mm-hmm. it, I think it balanced out the episode well. Yeah. And it's interesting reversal. Like quite often you'd start slow and build to like that big climax, but it's like, we're just going to go to a hundred from the start. And uh, yeah, that's the format of the game. But um, so I guess, uh, you know, so the next piece of this show, we're, we're going to basically talk before we get to like our real thoughts on like show specific stuff. Uh, we're going to kind of break down because it is an adaptation and most of you listening to this um, have played the game or have some exposure to the game or are big fans of the game, most likely, just like we all are. Um, and it's an adaptation. So, we're you know, I think it'd be very interesting for us to talk about the game versus the show. You know what? Obviously, it, it is hewing very close to to what we're used to. What did we? What do we like that they kept? Um, what did we like that was changed? Is there anything that you thought was a really good thing to carry over, or a really good change, or like, is there anything that you're like, ah, maybe they could have dropped this, or or maybe this wasn't so good? Um, so I mean, whoever wants to go first, really, uh, I'm just curious to hear what you guys liked about it as an adaptation. Let's go first. I One felt thing- like. Can I go first? Yeah, oh, yeah please. Go ahead. No, Dio, please. Go ahead. Please. I, I felt like what they did with Sarah expanding her mm-hmm. so to speak agency on the narrative was like one of the one of, one of the best choices they've made on this adaptation. Like being able to see her at least one day of her school life, seeing her interacting with the neighbors, uh actually fixing the his watch and stuff like that. It was really it really added added a lot. Really liked it. Yeah, I mean, you you get probably like two minutes with her in the game, like it it it, like basically before they go to sleep, and then she wakes up and shit's already hitting the fan. Um, and I agree, like I loved it. It like builds up Joel's relationship with her more. I think the game deserves credit for what it did in such a short amount of time with that. Yeah. Like the game yeah. still worked well, but they definitely like dial that up even higher in the show. Um, you know, she's on screen for thirty minutes, and like you get really attached to that character, and it hits all the harder. Um, you know, the way things go down, so. Uh, I absolutely agree. I love that. Number one thing I'm glad that they kept the music. Um, yeah. The, the music is so key to the feel of mm-hmm. the games. Um, and I think it's something that is really distinctive and evocative and having the same composer, um, you know, rework the same, like the same music, like 
for the show is extremely, extremely key to making it feel right on top of mm-hmm. everything else. Um, There's, um, I mean, the intro, obviously, the, the music just sells that intro, but... Uh, there's a scene, I think not long after the time skip, when Joel's kind of just in the city or in the quarantine zone, and there's kind of a quiet moment um, when I think he's about to head home. And yeah, there's just the subtle theme just kicks in, and it it's just, it, it's like you said, it just really brings back that atmosphere and like all those emotions and feelings and stuff like that. You know, um, two things I'm glad that they, that well, one thing I'm glad that they did, and one thing I'm glad they didn't do. Um, one, I'm glad they didn't cast Troy Baker as Joel. <laughs> um, like, because I was literally afraid that that's what they were going to do. He's and, uh, uh, he's trading NFTs with that Fedra guard instead of yeah, the. Yeah. <laughs> he's in, <laughs> he's, I mean, Troy he's, Baker is going to turn up somewhere. We know what, that. Well, no, no. So. I mean, he's in the show. Like, there's uh-huh. there's pictures of him in the show. Although, v- hilariously, the the HBO Twitter account tweeted out uh, in uh, an interview with him, and he looks similar to another actor on the show. So they hmm. got his name completely wrong. Um, <laughs> and, uh, still they released it. So, looked like he was one of David's henchmen or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the but the thing I'm glad they did was uh, they cast uh, Merle Dandridge as Marlene. Of course, Merle Dandridge. Yeah, that was awesome. Voiced Marlene in The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I I thought that Characters was modeled after her. Yeah, I thought that I was like, oh, it's Marlene, and uh, that was that was a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, to 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 kind of see her pop up and um because I don't think Mar- I don't think Merle Dandridge does a lot of on screen work she's mostly like stage and and voiceover stuff so so that was really cool and she was great in this yeah she was mm-hmm. yeah she was I was actually afraid that um I was actually afraid that um Pedro Pascal wouldn't quite bring that intensity um that I expect with uh with Joel uh, when he was first cast um because my 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 choice for the role was uh that guy from uh oh shit that guy from Game of Thrones who plays um t- or, or uh Jamie Lannister um yeah I don't but, know, I know who you're talking about I don't know the actor's name right yeah, yeah. like there's a, a picture of a beard there's a picture of him with like a a, mm-hmm. a salt and pepper beard out there and I was like oh man like th- this guy wow but Pedro Pascal nailed it um yeah like he, he I already I can't imagine anyone else as Joel. Like the other like the casting for this show is so spot on. Like um it, no it, it is it is fantastic. I mean come um, on, Nick Offerman is Bill. I mean I mean Yeah, Nick like, Offerman is Bill is going to be incredible. We haven't seen him yet, but like as soon as soon, well and and it was funny cuz the they actually had initially cast somebody else as Bill who then had a scheduling He conflict. had to drop out. Um, and so they had, they had to reshoot the episode because they weren't quite done filming it and they got, they got Nick Offerman. So Nick Offerman is going to be fantastic as Bill. I've already heard, you know, reviewers have seen the episodes he's in and say he's very good. I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, like Anna Torv as, as Tess, um, also an excellent choice. Uh, Bella Ramsey has been great so far as Ellie. We didn't get to see her as much as I was hoping, but obviously that's mm-hmm. going to change. Well, something else um, I wondered. You I, know what? I'm very happy that they did like have the meet in this episode. When it was getting close to the end, I was worried that they wouldn't actually get together until episode two. And I was like, man, like it's just that's like something you really want. I think because that's really what the you know that's what the story is is the relationship between them. Um, well, and it, it like it wouldn't have been a huge deal, but I was like, eh, it's it'd be kind of a bummer if like you had to like it's the episode ends and they didn't even like get the two of them together yet. And just 
you had to wait till the next one. So I, well, I was really happy to see that. Jeff, something that something that Justin uh, uh, mentioned real quick that I just want to. Did you guys notice that in the show versus the move or in the show versus the game? They made, they really, because um, in the game, a romantic relationship between Tess and Joel was strongly hinted at. Oh, yeah. They um, just like, but, like they, but they just like, but they just like really like yeah. kind of confirmed it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it could be because neat. it's like, uh, I mean, I guess the episodes are kind of long, but I'm guessing time wise, especially because we know they're expanding certain elements of the story, you're going to spend a little bit less time. Like you don't have 30 minutes of like walk and talk triangle dialogue um with the two of them so i think they have to do a little bit more with well, a little bit less um well, and like, also i i think that works too because yeah. it's like you're going to be removing like like you know they got mm-hmm. rid of you know a lot of work like the tutorial combat encounters yeah. where you know like and joel and tess are sneaking into like and there's a lot of dialogue Roberts buried in those and, gameplay sections right yeah so i mean yeah. they and they they mm-hmm. just expanded that in other ways um and so far, I like the way that they've expanded. Very little of it actually mm-hmm. contradicts the game and kind of just feels like we're mm-hmm. just seeing, you know, some scenes that weren't in the game for whatever reason. Like, I, I don't know. I, th- I think they've done a really good job of choosing stuff that works really well mm-hmm. um, in a TV format um, for expanding kind of the story and characterization that we already know, as well as hitting like all the broad strokes that they need to. What I um, want to see, what I want to see from the show, Jeff, is mm-hmm. just a, an extended shot of Joel crab walking around, and, like grabbing scissors and tape <laughs> from like various places and and like just a, as he goes like a, jo- like a john wick style like single cut single yeah take, like three yeah, minutes hey, <laughs> we already we already got him taking pills yeah that's true he's already he's having his supplements. Supplements. No, 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 justin justin those are supplements <laughs> those are supplements my man he's just he's he's, he's upping his health <laughs> um i'm gonna throw out a couple changes that i really liked uh and and you guys can talk about them so they uh i think one we should talk about is the changes i made to the runners um and kind of the fungal uh transmission uh, which is really cool you see with the neighbors but uh the one i really liked i think i was talking to justin about this earlier and and deal might have even been threat as well but i don't john i don't think you saw is um uh it's such a small thing but in the the opening like when they're in tommy's truck and kind of racing to to get out of there and you know every shit's all falling apart they have a fake out where the car is about to hit them and it swerves at the last second which i was like oh that's nice and then they have a fucking passenger plane come down and that serves as both it basically replaces (laughs) the gas station explosion but it also replaces the car crash because that's what knocks tommy's truck over um but all those scenes with the airplanes like i guess just because of the production values and the sound it's like that's fucking terrifying but it's like it's like mostly superficial but i thought that was a really clever like um well and like the world is ending what planes are falling out of the sky that scene's really cool too because like they actually recreate the like kind of like the close camera mm-hmm. like looking around yeah in the truck, in the truck. yeah like My, like it was but it, it feels natural it doesn't feel out. like the doom movie where it's like the yeah. first person gun barrel like it, it, hey it, how it, dare it you natural. jeff how dare you besmirch that that is cinematic <laughs> that is a cinematic masterpiece um but th- but then also when you see the military and like and and everything like mm-hmm. in especially if you're familiar with the story and everything. Oh, it's just like, like that scene was like everything they did to expand, like the pre outbreak stuff was so good. Well, Mm -hmm. like, like one thing I didn't notice and like a deal, I'll throw this one to you. Like, like uh, one thing I didn't notice that I I hope we 
we kind of like and the game like hinted at it um or like gave you clues towards it but the runners as depicted in the sh- like as depicted in the game the runners were always crying because they were fully aware they still had brain- enough self-awareness to be fully aware of what they were doing but they couldn't stop like they had no control over their actual actions and they're very aware of the horrible things that they're doing and and they're they're like I don't want to do this but the you know the cordyceps has essentially replaced their motor functions and they don't have a choice um I didn't get any of that here Dio did you yeah, me neither mm-hmm. me neither but I didn't actually the... know that and that's interesting because the the very first scene in the show the you know the it, the TV interview in the 60s very clearly explains that like they're they're basically being taken hostage and those people are in yeah. there but the cordyceps takes over their mind and they're basically a puppet um which, yeah, so which that's that's interesting. You're right. Kind of, kind of like, and so, well, and when he said that, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, because that was one of my favorite things about the game is like, you know, the runners still had all their mental faculties. They just couldn't do anything about what well, they were being forced I think, to aside do. Aside from that, they just sounded distressed. Yeah. And well, in well, this... like, well, well, there's one moment in the game, Jeff, yeah. early in the game, where you see mm-hmm. two runners yeah. eating a corpse, and they're like, they're crying. Yeah. While they're doing it, because th- because they're being mm-hmm. forced to do it. Yeah, I think the the visual change they make. I mean, we we know they've talked in interviews about getting rid of the spores, and I think that's what we're seeing here. Um, I can't remember the the uh, the Adlers or whatever, like the the like the fungal growth out of the mouth, um, and like almost into the other person. I think visually is a really good change, but I would agree with you that like uh, behavior wise, they're pretty much standard zombies. Like they're you the even zombies, got... yeah. It, and it worked. It was chilling when um when Sarah's in the neighbor's house and it, the grandma behind is out of focus. And just starts oh, yeah. like you're like well, that was that was well, good and, and but like it's and like the classmate that was like twitching yeah. and stuff. I noticed that too. The yeah. hand it, it's effective, yeah. but it's more it's very effective zombie like horror. But it's I agree it it's not like that like you said that kind it, of now and and now that I meant now that you mentioned that Jeff like that is one like that's my only disappointment in in that like in the mm-hmm. game you saw runners standing around like sweeping into their hands mm-hmm. and trying to like stop themselves but in this they're just like crazed zombies and i was like that kind of takes a bit a little like kind of takes away a little bit of the tragic aspect of the of the infection for me mm-hmm. um but I, I, again it's not like a deal breaker or anything but uh yeah i was i i, I, I was a little disappointed mm-hmm. in that they did do one thing, though, that I really do like if they are going to take the more standard zombie route where they're just, like, throwing themselves around and, like, mm-hmm. no care for their own, like, body or personal safety while yeah. they're chasing you, like, mm-hmm. stuff. Like, that that stuff's cool. I, 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 I'm not going to have a strong opinion yet till I see, yeah. like, how they handle more infected stuff going forward. And, like, we haven't even seen the clickers mm-hmm. yet, so. um, One other change, Dio, I, I think you brought it up earlier is interesting is uh joel is actually the the kind of the reason he's looking for robert is he's trying to find tommy he's trying to get a car yeah. battery to get a truck and I, I think i kind of agree with you we were kind of talking like if i'm understanding you right um but it it kind of gives him a little external motivation um like you know to make this journey with with ellie and that from what i recall it wasn't in the game at all what did, what did you think of that because in the game uh uh, Joe is like a, a man broken inside and he's incredibly selfish like he's only doing the job because of I, I don't know guns money mm-hmm. I can't really remind uh, recall he, he doesn't want but, to do it right yeah, yeah. but in the series he, uh, they 
they're trying to humanize him more, I guess. Like he has a an, sort of because we don't really know now, uh, an altruistic motive to do this thing, this job, because he well, wants I, to save or find his brother. I think it also helps to kind of accentuate mm. how protective Joel is, like as a person for the people that he cares about. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, one thing, I, I mean, I don't know if they're going to put this in or not, but, like, kind of like the one big thing that we don't really have much of an explanation for that has come up in both games is that Tommy and Joel split because of something Joel did and, mm-hmm. like, was Tommy was tired of putting it up. So we don't know what that is. I'm kind of hoping that's something that they'll expand upon for the show. Mm-hmm. since Because he even says in this episode out. he hasn't seen him in a year, right, or yeah. something yeah. like that. And so, like, we, you know, mm-hmm. that's one thing that we don't know what happened for the games. It would be a mm-hmm. good thing for the show to fill in, I think. Um, and I think it would be really interesting to work that in with, you know, mm-hmm. they had a huge falling out, but Joel's still trying to find him because, you know, he's protective mm-hmm. of, of his brother and everything. And, I mean, it sets sets him up for, you know, how he's going to be with Ellie and everything going forward. Um, one thing I thought, uh, I don't know, maybe this was just me, I thought... Mm-hmm. There was a couple shots in the show, and, and so, like, you know, most of the changes I think were great, but there was some stuff that just, at times it felt like a little, like, I rem- and maybe this is only because I've played the game, but it was just, like, a reminder, like, oh, this is based on a game. Um, like, the the Firefly, I, I, Justin, you mentioned it, I love Joel's line about, like, if you tell me to, like, look for the light one more time, I'm going to punch you in the jaw. But, like, the, the, like, spray paint stuff where, like, in a game it worked, I don't know. It just felt a little bit on the nose, like, in the show. Like, I uh, I just felt like the Fireflies wouldn't be, um, yeah, I don't I don't really know. Just something about some of the way that that stuff was shot or framed. Like, it was, like, two I, or three times in the episode. Like, once I would have been, like, okay. But it just, like, it was, like, everywhere it's, like, look, you know, look for the Fireflies. And it just, I don't know. I, I didn't know, feel like it was really necessary. I do kind of agree, but, like, also, like, we did have, like, the shot of people, like, <laughs> that that were, mm-hmm. you know, doing, like, the daily ration work, like, painting over Firefly graffiti right, yeah. and stuff. Uh-huh. So, like, I, I just like to think that it's just constant back and forth between the Fireflies, like, yeah. putting their symbols up everywhere <laughs> and then people painting over it and everything. <laughs> well, one of, the, one of Marlene's um, associates even says, like, what are we fucking doing? All we're, we're just, like, graffiti artists, basically. <laughs> like we haven't done shit we haven't changed anything so um yeah i don't know do you guys any, any other differences you guys wanted to talk about before we talk more just about like the show itself no no i, I no i don't think so um so we we talked about pedro pascal a lot and and i think bella ramsey a little bit but like um uh, I think we covered a lot. Is there any, you know, the, the casting in general? I think is is spot on. I think I think it's great across the board. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see a single performance that 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 didn't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that a lot. So, what did you guys like visually? Like the uh, we mentioned, like or I think Justin, you mentioned, like we're lucky this is an HBO show. Um, but you know, in terms of establishing the world and the cities and stuff like that, visually, like was it, you know, true to like, was it convincing as like post-apocalypse because there was some really really pretty big scope shots in there of like the cityscape and stuff like that like at the beginning uh when the kid kind of stumbles out of the forest um and, and that, comes across well that scene and... that scene with the kid at the beginning was great because like the way he was walking you couldn't tell if he was infected you or know not. infected or wa- and like walking or just you know mm-hmm. 
tired and hungry and turned out being oh, a bit of both. <laughs> yeah, that's that scene. That scene is great. <laughs> um, yeah, I I mean, some of like people have been going into like Last of Us Part One and like recreating a couple of the shots from the show, um, from just in like random alleyways and stuff, just because like like especially like the look of Boston so far. Mm-hmm. Um, has been real spot on to what it what it was in the game, like they got the coloring right. They've got like the you know the Fedra markings, mm-hmm. the Firefly markings, all correct. Like obviously the clothes. I mean the clothing's just beaten up, you know, dirty clothes for the most part. But like <laughs> Joel's a- everybody's iconic wear- jacket, yeah, <laughs> kind of like Aiden Pierce's like- iconic hat. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, it just at a glance, like. Mm-hmm it's last of us like you can instantly tell um i really liked the uh um yeah just the like you said like the visual language of everything like the uh you just really buy into um i'm trying to i'm stumbling on my words here but like in boston specifically like the quarantine zone um just like how crowded and militarized it is yeah. Uh, especially yeah, just like dirty and grungy and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I really like the we talked about before, but the the infected, they're really doubling down on the like plant aspect, like the fungal aspect of it. There was the one that Joel and um and Tess come across in kind of the basement, like they kind of bypass that gameplay section when they're going to find Robert. Oh, the, that one. That one reminded me of. A uh, specific shot from Annihilation, the one that's mm-hmm. like just stuck, grown yeah. into the wall. Yeah, big Annihilation yeah. vibes. I agree. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's like it's still true to the game, but it's kind of like really dialing it up to eleven in terms of like that uh, blend between like humanity and kind of like this natural disease. And uh, even though it didn't like, I kind of thought it might like break out from the wall or something like that. But like. I think even just being there, it was really effective, um, just yeah. visually striking. Because that's always something that set this apart from the zombie stuff, right? Was the the cordyceps um, is such a, yeah. a a frightening not only like audio design but visually as well. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see what they do with the clickers when they finally like. That's gonna be. I mean, so that'll cool. probably probably be the next episode, right? Yeah. Um. Um. One of. But- I'm real. I'm really excited to see if they can keep up like the audio visual mm-hmm. stuff with the with the clickers um, once they they get um, introduced because that that could be really really cool. One thing John brought up earlier, which I want to talk about a bit more here, well, is the writing. Like the writing is great. Uh, the dialogue I thought between Joel and Sarah at breakfast with the pancakes and stuff like that was uh, it. It just brings a little bit of levity and humor to it. Yeah, I do agree with John. Yeah. Like there's a lot of lines lifted from the game and some of them are just good lines and it makes sense. Like your watch is broken. That's a very important, um, to his character. And that, like that line is very important for several reasons. Like that one makes sense. But in that same scene, uh, it's like, uh, what are you doing? Killing time. What should I do? I am sure you will figure that out. Like, yeah, it's funny in the game, but like, I don't like it just, I, I think, and that's not a knock on the show. Like the writing is great. There's a lot of original writing, but it just, I'm kind of confused at like why they felt the need to lift so many lines from the game when it's clear that the show can stand on its own two feet. Um, and that's just one example, but there's a few ones like that where I was like, yeah, 
Or like uh, I'm glad Sarah. I'm glad glad Sarah's ideal hardcore drugs line yeah. is still in. That, that, that that's what. That <laughs> yeah. Was all, that yeah. Was one yeah. Of my yeah. Well, that's one. She said she, she said drugs, and then I said I sell hardcore drugs. Yeah. And she says I sell hardcore drugs, and my son my son was like, "How did you? Yeah. Because <laughs> because he, he hasn't played it. How yet, did you so. know? <laughs> um. Yeah. And I mean that's a great line, and I I guess some of it is just it is. You know, I'm sure they want to still put in some things for the fans, right? It doesn't. I mean, sure. also, it was written by the same person. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, Neil, like, Craig's like, I don't know if we need this line, and Neil's just across <laughs> the table, like, you're fucking leaving this line in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, uh, you know, like I said, I just I I thought a little, it was a little bit unnecessary, but. Um, the writing in general was great. Ellie is I, I, same as you. I wish we saw more of her in the first episode. I think it would have been better just to establish her character. Like we got more of Sarah than we did of Ellie. Um, but what was there was like that fiery, like rebellious, like her line delivery. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like there was a couple lines where it was almost indistinguishable from what Ellie sounds like mm-hmm. in game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and, and it's not like, oh, you know, just copycat performance. Just like, yeah. it felt natural. It just completely encapsulate. Oh, just when, when, when they meet and just, she just sprints out the door, bust through the door with the <laughs> motherfucker, yeah. like perfect. Or when the, like the water drips down on her, uh, from like above floor and she just spits out like, what the fuck? Or like, fuck you or something like that. Like same thing. Like just, it's, it's like you said, it's not a copycat performance. Um, but it's like just so Ellie and like the way she says everything and and just the, the way that she reacts to situations is so true to the character. It's, it's really, really good. I felt that with the actor who is doing Tommy, it's like yeah. same voice. <laughs> uh, quick question. Um, and I don't know the answer to this. Um, cause I know some, some of the, you know, several of the actors from the game are in the show, but not as the same characters. Like I know the actor that plays Tommy in the games is going to be in the show at some mm-hmm. point. What was the Fedra officer that Joel was selling stuff to anybody? I'm not, Do I don't, th- I don't think so. I don't think not so. Sure. Okay. Um, but the, I, the Tommy voice actor already appeared. He's the radio guy. Yeah. He's oh, the he's the radio guy. guy. Okay. Okay. That's awesome, actually. Okay. That's really good. I love that they're doing love- that. Like, um, oh, and that's funny too, because he was the guy that he goes to, to to ask about Tommy and everything. What, what's wild though is that uh, uh, Diego Luna uh, sounds exactly like Tommy. Like, it's it's yeah. it was actually kind of fucking with my head a little bit. Uh, it's not like, Diego was, Luna. <laughs> freaking me out. Wait, is it not Diego Luna? Is Gabriel? Luna. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so Gabriel. Oh, Gabriel. Diego Luna oh. is Rogue One and Andor. Gabriel oh right, Luna. okay. Oh, even okay. Dio got it wrong. Yeah, shame. I could have sworn. I could have sworn that Gabriel was Di- Luna of oh, Agents okay. of Shield fame, Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, right. All yeah. right, yeah. He played, and he uh, was he played Ghost fantastic in that show too. He's a very good actor. But I agree, yeah. he nailed Tommy. Yes. Yeah. Well, also, I I do think it is it is interesting that they are leaning into Tommy a bit more too. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy's an important character in the series. Yeah, Tommy is an important character in the series, but not so much in the first game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I do. I'm glad they're giving him some more characterization as well. Um, the only th- there's one thing that I do critique, and I do, and it's not a big deal for me, but like I do think some people might have missed the whole reveal about 
Ellie's immunity and like and stuff with the that way felt that very rushed at the end focused. of the episode. A little um, bit, I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Especially when she's saying like it's been three weeks, because like I mean they they've given the whole breakdown of how long things take, yeah. but I. I I mean, obviously, people are going to get it eventually, but, like, I feel like for people that aren't familiar with the story, that Mm -hmm. could have been a little bit more clear. Like, I liked what they were going for in the scene, Mm -hmm. but they should have also made sure we got the In the game, it happens, it's revealed in, like, a room, isn't it? Isn't it, like, a quiet, um, I can't remember, is it when, right after you find Robert? When do they actually reveal it in the... No, it's, it's, it, so, it's... It's basically the same okay. spot. It's when, um, but it's like two Fedra agents pull them over. Okay. Joel, uh, she stabs one. Joel shoots them yeah. both. Okay. Joel, Joel and Tess shoot them both, mm-hmm. and then they find the thing. But like it, like it's Ellie clearly explaining and like mm-hmm. clearly showing the wound and saying how long. Yeah, it's this was, it was like a quick shot, but they're like they have to take off because they're still being chased too, and it was just like it all happened so. Well, fast. and it was also focusing on like Joel kind of mm-hmm. losing it and everything, and yeah. so like. Things were muffled and stuff. That was kind of like my one. Cre- I mean, mm-hmm. doesn't really matter for me because I, I liked what they were doing with Joel yeah. in that scene. But um, I think for like the average watcher, it might not have been as clear. Well, and in the game, I think as it should have been prior to that, they very clearly explain how fast you turn. It's like a day, yeah, tops. Well, I mean, they had that whole close up on if you get bit here, you're gonna turn in this amount of time. Yeah, but I looked at that, and even I, like, I mean, it was only on screen for a few seconds. Even I couldn't tell you right now what what that timeline was, and I don't know if, um, yeah. So I I would agree with that, but I, I think the reveal still works really well with like the scanners and stuff like that. Well, I mean, they also had her. Like mm-hmm. being tested for stuff earlier on in the episode too, like with the yeah. fireflies. Yeah. So there was a bit more information there too than in the game. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of foreshadowing, right? Like she's important. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like so that's just kind of like my one mm-hmm. crit, like biggest critique. But like, I mean, it's not a problem for me. I know. I know. <laughs> I know the deal. Like, I've, I've got an interesting question. Uh, for that, that I I would like if you don't mind, Jeff, I'd like Dio to answer first. Yeah. Um. So episode one is down. We have eight more episodes to go. We know that this is going to be a multiple season show. Have they confirmed um, season? I'm two? pretty. I well, I'm I'm pretty sure they've confirmed a season. Two. I mean, I'm I agree. I'm sure uh, it is. I just no, don't know. They haven't. Okay. It has not been confirmed. Okay. It's going to get a season two though, right? It's going to get I mean, a season two. It's like, almost certainly <laughs> going to happen. But as so, of now, mm-hmm. okay. Nothing has been confirmed. Okay. So, Dio, where are we going to end on season one? Because, uh, to be honest with you, I don't see them getting through the entire storyline in eight more episodes. I mean, like, if you were to go on YouTube right now and, I don't know, search for The Last of Us, the movie, where they condense all the cutscenes, it's basically like six hours, uh, 5.5 hours. The whole story. So there's a tr- there's a new series, trailer like, that just came out um, showing footage from the upcoming episodes, and there's one that is almost certainly Joel with the rifle in the Fireflies base. Yeah, in the hospital. In the hospital. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I was getting to that. Like they and they already said in interviews that it's discovering the the whole first game and the the old sea. So it's covering the whole game in one season so okay. that's your answer oh, i mean there is a I lot of that. stuff that like is just long sequences of combat encounters mm-hmm. yeah. that is very easy to cut out um and kind of remix and move around 
and stuff like especially like well, pittsburgh um mm-hmm. or even the upcoming downtown like one with the leaning buildings like i'm curious to see i mean they've already can... skipped a yeah. lot of boston yeah. um yeah like a good and... example of that was the the whole battle with robert like we just yeah, Robert i was, was dreading that part of the episode because i was like i just want to that's why i said i was like i just want joel to hook up with ellie like let's get this show going i don't need to see him sneaking around robert's base for 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I'm so glad that we didn't talk about that change, but Robert just ends up dead in the hall uh, with the fireflies. He, Fantastic change, I think. Yeah, I, I he, noticed. That. I was like, "Oh, Robert. he's dead! Shit!" Like, yeah, yeah, wow. I mean, I can't believe they killed off such a compelling character that quickly. But <laughs> <laughs> a little, kind of a tragedy. In my Robert, opinion. everybody, everybody's yeah. favorite character. Like, what the fuck have you done with Robert? Yeah. Like, Robert got man. Robert got I, the I'm, short end I'm of stick. throwing out my Robert Funko Pop right now. <laughs> <laughs> All that Robert cosplay I was going to do this year for Halloween, not going to happen anymore. <laughs> yeah. Rip. <laughs> Rip. I mean, I've Robert. talked. I've talked about it before, but I have that like individually numbered. Um, and signed uh, Robert poster, Last of Pretty. Us poster, and it's it's yeah, it's the Robert poster. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> um, I guess uh, that that's pretty much everything I had to cover. Is did you guys have any final thoughts or anything you know leading into episode two or the rest of the season? Anything else you just wanted to get off your chest before we wrap this up? I do think it's extremely hilarious that all of the like super duper you know right-wing youtube crybabies who are like oh the show's gonna be so woke it's gonna be terrible i can't believe how woke it is are now like okay it was adequate like that's like and that right there tells you how good the show actually is so far because if it can get though if it can get those idiots to be like okay fine it was adequate then you know it's fucking awesome so yeah, like like I I that I noticed a lot of that today and I was like, "Ah, oh, ha, ha, this is pretty funny." Um yeah, like I I I, th- I think it's a fantastic show so far. Now granted, we've got eight more episodes mm-hmm. to go in season 1, but you know, first impressions are everything. Mm-hmm. And um I'm wildly impressed with what I've seen. Um yeah. All I, yeah, all all I can all I'll say is uh, in the future, I I just I am hoping we see a little more of that tragic side from the runners. Um, which I I, I kind of get the sense that we're not going to, um, but I'm I'm gonna and, and it's not a deal breaker, but I'm gonna hold out hope that it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, not only are we going to get the clickers, obviously, are we getting the big chunky boys? I can't for, can't remember their the names. Bloaters? The bloaters, I yeah. I like that is something that they could easily have easily cut, but I could also see them just throwing it. What out was the for one like... in the school? Um, because he's I'm pretty sure that one's in the trailer when it's crawling up from the fire or whatever. He is. He yeah. is. Is that a bloater? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Was that a bloater I, I, or just I a? Really was that a, a was that a bloater or just a? I think I thought so. it was just a clicker. No, it was the one in the school that was a bloater. It's like you can tell, yeah, the, like the audio design in the trailer. He's like a because there's runners beside him, and he's a big fucking guy ooh. climbing out of some flames. So you know what's gonna, you know what scene I'm looking forward to the most? The fucking basement. Oh, the hotel basement. I'm just gonna yeah. they gotta keep the hotel. I'm basement gonna skip in this that. Show. That's I, I've played the game like <laughs> eight times, and every fucking time I get to the hotel basement, I have to just walk away. I'm so stressed. Yeah, out. I I don't want. I never want to start up the generator because I know exactly what the fuck's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. when I do. And I'm like, Mm-mm. I'm like, mm, don't like that. Yeah, don't like that. Oh yeah, so Dio just yeah, that's pretty clearly a bloater. That's mm-hmm. a bloater, right? He's a big in the guy. chat there. He's a big yeah, boy. that's yeah, he's a big boy. 
but yeah, so yeah, I so so now that you mentioned it, Jeff, for things I'm looking forward to, I really need the hotel basement scene. That's going to be, and you know, it's going to be there. It's going to be so good. Yeah, you know they, the, you know they're going to get like the most horror oriented director that they have, like, Sam Raimi, and they're like, they're like, here you go, <laughs> have fun. I'm picturing the Sam Raimi like the quick close shots of like. Joel grabbing the generator and then, <laughs> and then like the first person view of like runners coming yeah. at him like really yeah. with the fast like moving camera. Uh, uh, Give it to well, actually. One, I mean, Sam Raimi was initially uh, attached to a movie adaptation. That's awesome. Um, that fell through. He was he was actually one of the people that was initially trying to get Last of Us adapted. One last question before we finish. Are we going to get a boost or a ladder scene? Yeah. They're going to do it once. There's going to be a ladder. Pallets? Pallets. They're going to put Yeah. There's absolutely. Oh, oh. So there's going to be a pallet scene. There's going to be at least two ladder scenes. There's going to be three. Two ladder scenes. (laughs) Two ladder scenes. We're going to get two ladder scenes, Jeff. And we're also going to get a scene of Joel in a coffee shop. Like checking to see if there's coffee twenty years after the apocalypse, like that is a hey, T- Tess and Joel had coffee. Tess and Joel had coffee in no, their in no, their no, in no, their they apartment. did, they did. But I'm talking about that scene of the game where you're in that bookstore with the coffee yeah. counter, and he goes behind the counter and he's like, he's like, damn, and he's like checking for. I'm like, my man, it's been twenty years. There's no <laughs> coffee in there. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's that's, gotta check. That's the that's the scene. That's another scene. I I really. I mean, there's so many icon like you know the mm-hmm. um the school, mm-hmm. you, you know the university. Um, I I just there's there's yeah. There, yeah there's a there's a lot I'm I'm looking forward to. All right. Well, that's um that'll be it for episode one. Uh, this is gonna be a weekly series, so uh we'll be back next week with our thoughts on episode two. I can't wait to see what's coming then. Until then, uh, my name was Jeff, and this was Justin, John, and Deal with me. And this was SDGC After Hours for The Last of Us, Episode 1. Look for the light.